Welcome to the Humanise the Numbers podcast series. Leaders, managers and owners of ambitious accounting firms sharing insights, successes and issues that will challenge you and connect you and your firm to the ways and means of transforming your firm's results. Yeah, it scares me that as we do progress with our tech and we become very tech savvy, is that I'm constantly thinking, I don't want to lose the, hum- the human touch. We, we never want to lose that human touch because the, the minute we lose the human touch, I've lost the focus on the core values of Bmotion. How do you define in your firm the concept of real-time accounting and is it, is it really meaningful? Well, in this discussion with Stefan Barrett of Bmotion, an accountancy firm in Stockport, you'll hear Stefan share his insights around what real-time accounting means to him and how he makes it valuable to his clients. Let's go to that podcast now. Hello, my name's Stefan Barrett and I'm founder of Bmotion. I basically founded it in 2015, um, starting from my mum's garage, basically. So had a laptop, turned the laptop on, left employment and just went for it. Um, so yeah, I started when I was, what, uh, around about 25, 26. Uh, did a good eight, nine years in employment, went from working for a, t- a chartered accountancy practice, then went into industry, uh, and then went and set myself up. So I kind of like bring a little bit of industry, a little bit of practice, and then make it into B-Motion. Um, I've got, uh, so I'm 32 now, I've got a wife, Sally, I've got a little girl called Yasmin. Uh, I love snowboarding, I love uh, going to the gym, scuba diving, you name it. I kind of, I'm a bit of a, uh, a bit of adrenaline junkie. Uh, so I like to adrenaline kind junkie, of- Adrenaline yeah, yeah, I relate to that. I, I, I like, like to, uh, I like to jump out the odd plane here and there or do flying lessons, oh, wow. even, even though I've got a fear of heights. Presumably with a parachute though. With a parachute, yeah. indeed. <laughs> yeah, 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 just tends to help, tends to help. I, how, how old's Yasmin, She's 19 months. 19, oh, 19 months gorgeous. old. Uh, my wife, she's Arabic. Um, she's from the Middle East, so which is great because Yasmin's, bless her, she, uh, she, she obviously being so young, Sally only speaks Arabic to her. I only speak English or as best English as I can. Um, so she understands. Yeah. <laughs> from Stockport, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah from, from Stockport, what do you expect? Um, so no, yeah, yeah. She, she does understand and speak both Arabic and English, which is, is great for her future. Brilliant. So. Yeah, yeah. That's Marvelous. a little bit about Marvelous. us. So with Bmotion, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, we're a team of eight now. Uh, like I say, I started on my own from my mum's garage and then just built it from there, really. So why did you set it up? I wanted to, I've always wanted to work for myself. I've been very entrepreneurial. Like I, I, I don't always throw the I'm an entrepreneur word out there because I, I don't like to classify myself as an entrepreneur. But I've got that mindset of wanting to kind of be creative and, you know, and, and do things for myself. So, um and I was, I've always been good with numbers and good with like the business sense. And, and you know, I don't class my, classify myself as an accountant. I see myself as a business owner. Yes, I am an accountant, mm. but, but I am a business owner. And because I service other business owners, I feel like I'm them a business partner mm. to, to, to my clients. So, yeah. So what yeah. I tend to do is I tend to add the commercial spin onto the accounts that we're creating. So we don't just bring mm. numbers to the table. I look at a set of accounts, I pretend I'm that business owner, and I go, what can I make a, make a difference to this client? And what, what can I bring to mm. the table? And there's, there's various examples that I, could, uh, that I could give you. So how I mean, many clients have you got, Stefan? We've got 400 and, around about 415 now. So we started with a handful, handful of friends right, well. uh, that I did it for. Never spent a penny on advertising, yeah. just because word of mouth yeah. is just, is, is just just important to us you know we've got 90-ish google reviews uh all five star which is uh, which is really good yeah 
And do those Google reviews actually work? Do they pay off for you? I don't know. They must, they must be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. To be honest, I don't know. Uh, advertising yeah. and marketing is probably my weak point, to be honest, because right. I just let the so, business run so itself. Let's, let's stop there. Yeah, let's stop there. So marketing and advertising is my weak point, but in eight years, you've gone from zero to 415 clients, yes? Yeah, but naturally, naturally grown. But I think that is okay. predominantly because of you know what we bring to the table for our clients. All right. So what is that then? So what is it you bring into the table for your clients? So we, I mean, it's it's changed over the over the time of when we first started up to now. Now is more tech streamlining, making the client's life easier. Let the client do what they do best, and we're just basically behind them. You know. And, and I always use this analogy, it's like we're behind them sweeping up. So we're making sure that, you know, they're staying compliant, but we're also getting the information yeah. that, they, that they need on a, on, a, on a timely basis. When it was at yeah. the beginning, I think, to be honest, I think it was just, obviously, I was just selling myself. So I was just being myself. I was very level, kind of level-headed and very much kind of the, a lot of people's expectations of seeing their accountant is like kind of seeing their solicitor. Oh, I've got to wear a suit. I've got to be this prim and proper person. And kind of I'm scared of the accountant but and I don't know what taxes I don't understand it but I come at a level where you know we're all the same I you know I bring my expertise to the table and I'm going to explain it to you my client as, yeah. as kind of dummified as possible to put the client's mind at ease the amount of times the client says oh the weight's off my shoulder this is so good you know I'm going to leave out I'm going to leave here like you know really happy and we hear that all the time because we, we essentially take the burden off them we run it through our systems at Motion, and yes we are yeah. very system driven but for us it's all about the client interaction at the very early stages whether we're going for a proposal or whether we're going off signing the accounts or whether we're in the middle doing the monthly management information right okay so if i just dive into uh, the 450 clients how, yes. how many of those 450 are businesses uh, we have around about 120 130 limited companies of which around about right, 80, okay. 80 of that registered uh, a lot of them are obviously uh, directors and then a lot of sole traders partnerships. Predominantly, course, we, uh, we have a lot of sole traders. But we, what we've found as well is back in the days of 2015-16, it was very sole trader driven. And then as, because yeah. we took on businesses that were turning over very little, just starting out businesses, uh, and then they soon transitioned into limited companies, you know, as and when it was right for them, whether it was for tax efficiencies, whether it's for kind of ring fencing assets, creating group structures, whatever it may be. We we saw we obviously were very timely with them, saw as and when they needed to incorporate entities. So the, so we still get clients now that come on board as sole traders. They go through the realms of B Motion, their business picks up, we incorporate an entity and then obviously they uh, they go through the, 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 the mm. we call it like the fat register the fat B motion process, which is where we really concentrate on our efficiencies and getting information to our clients on a monthly basis. Right. Okay. So, uh, so you mentioned a number of things in there: efficiencies and systems. But yes. With that client focus. Yes. Where's the, where's the you know where's the humanity in that? Where's the you know this is I, I hear you you're saying it's all about the clients, but Indeed. ultimately with 450 clients, you know, 80 of our 130 limiteds, um, it's got to be systems driven. But, Indeed. But how, how does that translate itself into being something which means something? human that's valuable to your clients in a human way rather than just oh that's a box ticked indeed so there's various various ways that we try and you know human make it more human so 
on a monthly basis, we, we obviously will do the quarterly complaints for, for, for our VAT registered clients. What we did is we, we said that instead of just complying with the quarterly um, VAT returns, we'll turn it into monthly and then we'll have monthly reviews as to how, how their business is doing, how, what mm. we can essentially cut down on for the, from their financial perspective, how can we grow their business uh, and how can we help them grow their business from not just from a financial perspective, but from like a, a coaching perspective? What spit? And this is where I come in. How can I take control of their business and see what could I do to help them? For example, we've got a client that's got a, a car dealership, and he was renting the pitch that he was on. So I said to him, right. This is what you need to do if this is where you want to go. So we've had many, many chats. He's very ambitious. Why are you renting the premises that you're on, the land that you're on? How about that we look at purchasing it? And he said, purchasing it, I've got no chance. Uh, so I said, right, okay, let's speak, let's speak to our mortgage guy. Let's uh, see what requirements are needed. Let's look at the equity on your balance sheet. Let's put a projection for in a year's time to meet that equity, to give you enough mm. equity in your business to borrow off the back of that to buy the land. Mm. A year later, he hit the equity that we needed. And he bought the land that he's got, and he's absolutely, absolutely loving it. Uh, and he blames you for that, yeah. And he blames me for, <laughs> yeah. He blames me for making him work hard, <laughs> saddling him with debt. But actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's but, done well. But he, owns, he owns some property. Yeah, he, he, owns, he owns the, the land that he's got the, the car sales on. So instead of paying rent, he's he's kind of you know moved forward and increased the equity in his business. So equity is a focus point for me. If a business. For me, if a business does well, it needs to increase its equity year on year. You know, it's mm. not just the sole kind of uh, objective. There's other objectives, mm. but of one, that is very important to me and um, for, mm. for me and my clients. Some clients like to just plod along year on year and just have an easy life. That's absolutely yeah. fine with me too. But presumably those clients don't want a monthly service from you, Stefan, if they're just plodding along. They, they don't, but they still get that. They still get that because what we've managed to do, we've managed to automate the monthly management information with using Sage Accountant and Sage Payroll, that automation has created, obviously there was a lot of time at the beginning, but with managing to automate it that well, we can give reports and um, on a monthly basis, free of charge. But what we also do is, and it's great for us, accountants, so to speak, in the old terms, are there just for compliance. And the business owner goes to the accountant and says, What's this number? What's that number? How, you know, what's this tax bill? Why is it that? Why is it this? But what I do is I put, and especially the clients that want to do well with their own business, I put the emphasis on the client to own their numbers. And by me giving them the capabilities of having real-time information with Sage Accounting, they can view the reports at any time and then go through it, all the numbers. So I'm putting the emphasis on the client to have ownership of their numbers. And then that's yeah. where the te that's where it's like a teamwork and how we're business partners because I want the client to come back and challenge numbers, but then I also want to challenge the client as well to make sure that they get the information to us in a timely manner. So it's a two it's a two way relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting you pick up on the word challenge, which is, is something I'm passionate about on the grounds that you know we, we set out to challenge accounts to a degree. This podcast's about challenge the, the way you know firms who are listening to this are thinking yes. and challenge what they're doing so that they go away and do it in a better way, a little bit like your car dealership went away and did it in a better way because you challenged him. I'm always setting challenges for my clients, and I think that that's important. His next challenge is to double his equity, which he's gone away. And we actually, funnily enough, had a chat yesterday, and he says, I'm nearly there. And I said, no. <laughs> go, up, go away and work harder <laughs> and, he, yeah, and he just yeah, laughed yeah. and he put the phone down and I thought this is yeah. great you know I'm making an impact yeah, yeah, on these yeah. people's lives yeah 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 so 
So you're delivering. So how many of your 130 limited companies are getting uh, monthly reports? At the fact registered clients are around about 80, 70, the 80, 80. The yes, 80 of them are. The 80 of them are. All right. And uh, you're not technically charging them for those reports because they're at a press of a button at stage. Indeed. We've managed to automate that well because what we do is we employ um, predominantly most of our staff that are. Uh, their training accountants are Generation Zs and Millennials. So they yeah. come from a very tech-based background. So we yeah. use, I, I kind of obviously let our staff um, do what they do best. You know, the, most yeah. of them are gamers that, that work at Vmotion. So they're absolutely <laughs> into tech. Like, for example, I mean, this is the worth, the, the kind of the way we work at Vmotion is that everyone's on the same level. So just because I'm owner, it doesn't mean that anyone's lesser or more. We all do the same. We all have a routine. I wash the pots twice a week. Everyone else washes yeah. the pots once a week. It's that kind of like stance that I set in Vmotion. So when a, when an employee comes to the table, comes on board in the uh, interview, I say, right, what are you going to bring to the table? You know, not what can what what can you what's your experience like? What can mm. you bring to the table different to everyone else? So, mm. for example, Nathan that uh, came on board, he's a gamer. He came on board and said, right, what we need is gaming monitors. So I said, gaming monitors, like, what's that, Google? Like, and then it's these 1.2 wide screens that curve. Yeah, I've seen them on your website. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, okay, this, okay, let me buy one. Let me trial it out. £850, yeah. so not, not the lightest of investments. Gave no. it a go. Two weeks later, bought another seven or eight. Everyone's now right. got one. Uh, because, Why? Why? Because it makes life easier for, for the employee, for, for, for the team. It makes it better for just a workflow perspective. If we've got kind of sage up, go proposal, Dex, you know, whichever it may be, what application yeah, we've yeah, got, yeah. we can just yeah. use everything in one time. So instead of closing it and opening and closing and opening, I mean, my my screens, I've got three screens on my monitor and then I've got two on my laptop, one on the base, one on the front. So then I can have my, laptops op- my laptop open, viewing Outlook, viewing WhatsApp. So then that's my kind of communication for the day. And then I've got my, obviously, my, my three applications up as well. Uh, mm. Life's easier. And to be honest, I worked out a rough calculation. I was working more efficient and it paid for itself. At my charge rate, obviously, it paid for myself within a matter of about a week, a week and a half, two right. weeks. It was just it was just so much more slicker. And then the guys, yeah. it paid for themselves, you know, obviously, over a longer time. But I'm very yeah. much into the, it doesn't matter what the cost is, invest in your own staff. And, you know, and let, let, I always say as well with the staff, bring something to the table, anything. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, for example, Nathan said, why don't we send um, uh, happy birthday uh, e-cards to people? I was like, mm. okay, yeah. Uh, so we put it in center, our practice management system, automated yeah. it, obviously, and it just automatically goes out. So whenever, whenever it's the client's birthday, it sends it out and it just puts a smile on the face. The amount of replies we, we get back saying, really appreciate that. Thank you. It, it's just yeah, a yeah, rule yeah. that we set. And yeah. it just falls in the line of B-Motion's kind of tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've used the tech to humanize something around as, something as simple as a, as a birthday card. But that's uh, one cool. simple example of hundreds of things that we do. Right. So you've got this obviously clear um, passion for systematize it, make it repeating, Indeed. make it habitual, make it automatic. If, if I have to think and do a job twice, that's not good. I do a job once, right. systemize it, delegate it, done. Yeah. And then I can move on to the next thing because I constantly want to think about what I can do for my clients. How can I make my, my clients' lives easier? But yeah, I have yeah. to systemize it. I have to automate it. Otherwise, I'd be running around like a headless chicken repeating my, repeating my daily tasks. But not just yeah. me. My staff would also be repeating the daily tasks. So that's yeah. probably that's, why. 
And then that can be demoralising, can't it? If you're doing the same thing day in, day out, it can be. Okay. Absolutely. So let me, let me pick up on something, because uh, lo lots of firms talk about real-time accounting. Indeed. And, um, and it's not. No. It's not real-time. Uh, so explain to me what you mean by real-time reporting or real-time accounting. So it's how far you take real-time, because a lot of accountants will sit there and do daily bookkeeping. And I don't feel daily bookkeeping is necessary for our client base, but our client base turned over 2 million and under. So you've got to think about that. If the client's turning over to over 2 million, they probably should have an in-house bookkeeper anyway. So, mm. um, but what we do is we, we, we're a Sage only practice. All our clients come on board. We, we instantly give them a Sage application. If they don't want Sage and they want the likes of Zero on QuickBooks, we move them on and put them to another, uh, send them over to another accountant. Um, yeah, so right, okay. so, so, so you're, you're absolutely committed to uh, to using one bookkeeping system, Sage. What's right, the yeah. point of being jack of all trades and a master of none? We are expertise yeah. in Sage, and it works for us because because we can systemize everything in one conveyor belt. The mm. conveyor belt is systemized that the client doesn't see, but the human mm. stuff that comes off that the client sees and mm. goes, "Wow, fantastic!" Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, going back. For us, we provide real-time information, but we provide it on a monthly basis. We don't. We have asked clients if they require it on a daily basis, and they just said, "What's the point? We're just paying. We're paying too much for information that's on a daily basis. What's the point?" You know. So yeah. we we provide the information on a monthly basis. We put the emphasis on the client to give us the information in a timely manner, and then what we then do is prepare the bookkeeping. We have debtors and creditors ledgers that we send over to the uh, to the clients every every month. What we yeah. do is. Working day one of the following month, we request the information. Nine times out of ten, most of the information is with us anyway because the likes of Dext putting all the uh, purchase invoices on, using Sage sales invoicing, that's already on. We've got the bank yeah. account linked uh, on Sage to yeah, the bank actual feed. bank account. Yeah. So the bank feed's yeah. on. So everything's there. We've just got the few, few little struggling things that we need to catch up on. And then by working yeah. day five, then everyone gets their MI. And then once they've got their management information, uh, then we can, if they need us to talk us th through it with them. But generally speaking, a lot of them know the numbers very well anyway. Mm. So, and then mm. they, we'll obviously have that chat with them uh, and then mm. go from there. So the MI is our basic package that's free of charge because it's just a bolt on service. And then we go well, into it's the It's not free of charge, is it? It's actually part of the service. It's part of, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. You say it's not free of charge. It's a weird one because we've just offered it to our clients free of charge. So mm. any new client that comes on board now, it would be part yeah. of the service, but any pr mm. historic clients, it's a free of charge service. But I can see where you're coming from. I completely agree. Yeah, I, I'm always wary that um, the, the the use of the word free, everyone really knows that they're not getting something for free. They're paying for it in some way, shape or form. So I'm, I'm always a little bit sceptical, Stefan, about the word free. Yeah. Because as, as, a, as a trusted advisor, if you say, oh, you get that free of charge, the business owner is going, no, I don't. Because we all know, you, you know, you buy one, get one free. No, yeah. you don't. We don't actually charge for it, though, because it's, you know, because we essentially should, but I don't feel the need to because we've automated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but, and it's, um, would you deliver the MI without charging anything to that client? We do, yeah. Because we so charge. You've got clients who don't pay you anything. Oh, sorry, sorry, no, 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 oh, yeah, oh, but we charge the client for raising it for obviously the transactions, which we can come on to the real time, um, right. real time charging that we do. So to yeah. answer your nutshell, yes, it's not a free of charge service for future clients, but it certainly is for yeah. historic. Right. Well, it, or, or other language would be it's <laughs> part of the service you're paying for. Yes, I, I agree with that. 
And uh, you know, you, you play with it as you see. But I, I've got this thing about and and accountants. You know, they hold the position of trusted advisor. So if Indeed. they say anything or do anything that takes them away from trusted advisor, yes. then it's actually de- detracting and deteriorating the relationship. And so when you say you're getting something for free, when actually it's part of what you're paying for, yeah, it's maybe uh, we should I, start just, charging for it then. <laughs> Well, uh, there is a, there is a, a, a relatively well acknowledged statement which goes something like people don't value that that they don't pay for. Indeed, yes, absolutely. And so it's um, it, so, that, so if if we were having a consulting session, I, I'd be definitely wanting to pursue that discussion <laughs> yeah. um, be, because um, value it, it's it's what's where's the value? If there's value in it, therefore you've earned the right to a price for it. Yes. So yes. If, the, if the client has got a perceived value, they partly aren't comfortable with not paying for it. Yeah, 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 of course. And and obviously there's value in the reports, but there's far more value in the discussion about Indeed. the reports. Absolutely. And so there's two there's two price points, one around the uh, discussion. Yes. And if that discussion then results in decisions, actions and accountability, it's probably got more value in it and therefore you could arguably should arguably charge more. Indeed. Yeah, very true, very true. So and so it's it's understanding the client's perception of value and free it it, it doesn't it, you know, everyone likes a bargain. Don't get me wrong, but they don't come to you, Stefan, because they want a bargain, do they? No, they come yeah. to you because you're really good at what you're doing. Absolutely, yeah. So I'd just be very wary of that word "free." Yeah, very well, wary it, in a trusted advisor environment, anyway. Yeah. So I mean, so that's our basic package that we offer, and then we've got the right. management accounting uh, pack, package, which then is additional cost because it's more of a premium, which is then we uh, we, we charge then for obviously the uh, the management actual accounts where we're. You know, sitting down with a client, we're making a bespoke KPIs for them, and then we're yeah. then adjusting the accounts. You know, the usual boring stuff: corporation tax provisions, deferred yeah. income, etc., prepayments, accruals, and blah blah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's the like the more premium package that we offer. Um, but a lot of of our clients, you know, like the the MI, so uh, the MI position, so because it's just enough mm. for them um, to then obviously make business um, make their personal decisions on. Yes. Yes. So uh, it, it's not real time, it's monthly, but it's day five of the month. Indeed. I get to see my, if I was a client of yours, I get to see the, uh, the, the, the detail management information around Absolutely, the, yeah. the, the, core, the core of my business. But if I wanted deeper numbers in terms of full-blown management accounts, balance sheet, profit loss, tax calculation, then that would be an extra service. Uh, if I want to have a conversation with you around yeah. those numbers, that's yeah. got an additional fee attached to it, has it? It's not, no, that's part and parcel. Of the management accounts service. Indeed, yeah, indeed. So management information, we have a discussion, there's no charge. Management accounts. All right, wow. Yeah, yeah. So this, I know, it's a great service that we provide. So the management accounts yeah. is an Can't additional... you're not charging for that. <laughs> we, we don't need to. I'm content, if, I'm content with the equity that we create. Do I want to squeeze as much more profit out, uh, and make more profit off our clients? No. What's the, what's the point? Just because I get mm. a bigger, bit bigger and better car. I got bigger and better mm. equity. What I want is I want the yeah. client to be happy with what uh, yeah, they're paying, that. and they're getting, get a, they're getting a quality all service. To you. Yeah, yeah, all credit. So value for money, absolutely. You yeah. know, and, and, and to be and honest, fair and fair. But it also comes onto our pricing structure that we have in place as well. So, like I say, right. 
a lot of accountants do uh, charge by the subscription-based billing, which I completely disagree with. We charge, by, and when I say real-time, we charge by real-time. So as and when a purchase invoice is being put on Dext, we, we, pay, we charge for it. As a sales invoice is getting raised by the client, we charge for it. And as a bank transaction is actually happening in real-time, we charge for that. Wow. So uh, as it happens... Uh, so what, what we do is, we, as we compile their monthly bookkeeping uh, and then complete their quarterly VAT return, we charge yeah. for it as it happens, but we invoice it on a quarterly basis. So we, we charge for real-time transactions, but we're not going to invoice the client daily because <laughs> yeah. the client yeah, would be sick yeah. of us. So we, yeah, we, we would. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> imagine you've spent yeah, three quid know, today. Whatever. Here's an invoice. Hence the uh, question. Hence yeah, the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I need another real... one pound 82. Yeah. <laughs> so it's real-time. We charge yeah. for it on a quarterly basis. So, yeah. and, and the main thing for this is, let's go back to subscription-based billing. I'm an yeah. accountant, a client comes on board, they estimate their transactions, we set up a fee of 200 a month, great. Yeah. That's all included, great. Yeah. I walk out the building, my transactions increase by four, but then mm. we've, approved, we've agreed that the transactions are gonna be in this area. So then, three months down the line, when, mm. uh, when we have to do a review, because Go Proposal State, you review every three and 12 months, yeah. but, you know, I mean, they say you should review every three months, but the practicality of checking everyone's financials every three yeah. months is just not doable. So yeah. a lot of accountants will uh, check it every year. So then the client walks out the building. They've got four times more transactions. A year passes. They've been paying X amount per month. You look back yeah. and go, wow, we've massively undercharged here. So yeah, yeah. What, recovery rate's been shot to pieces, yeah. So what I do is I say we set a price structure at the beginning. It self-reviews yeah. itself every day because it's mm. based on real-time transactions. So as and when right. we complete a VAT return, we check how many purchase invoices have gone through the system, how many sales invoices, how many bank, how many credit card, how many cash transactions have occurred, you name it. So yeah. if you pay for something in cash, you pay for it. So yeah. all them transactions that transpire, and the reason being for this, as a business goes up in transactions, generally meaning that they're becoming busier, they're creating more turnover, they need more assistance from the accountant. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. I'm on subscription-based billing, in the, the accountant's going, well, this is a £200 month job. I can only give the relevant resources for that price without yeah. reviewing it, but I can only review it every 12 months. Where yeah. I go, this person is doing really well. We can see this in real time. George, yeah. you spend more time on that. We'll get paid in real time. So as your transactions go up, we follow with our resources and our fee structure increases. Right. So the, from the client's perspective, they go, well, I've made more money because I've had more transactions. I've had more stuff going on. Um, mm. I'm happy to pay the extra that you need me to do because of the resources that I need from you. As the business right. goes down, we follow suit and go down. So, I, I, so our fee structure goes up when the business needs us and goes down when yeah. the business doesn't need us. For me, that's revolutionary. And, and we, we make a fortune from that, which is why I say, I don't. I wouldn't want to charge for the MI yeah, because yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's all wrapped up in this model that I've created. Right, but but me as a client, I don't know what you're going to charge me till I get to the end of the quarter. So incorrect. So go proposal. Right. We we use go proposal. We sit down with the client uh, and we go through the estimated transactions. So we basically mm. say if your purchase invoice is going to be between fifty and hundred, it's this price. Sales yep. this price. Bank this price. And um, yep. if it goes over, it's X amount per transaction. So we stay and every single person within Bmotion pays the same rate per transaction. Not yeah. one person gets a better rate, not one person gets a lower rate. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, Steph, so I'm just being, maybe I'm being a bit pedantic here. Um, so I could work it out what I'm going to pay, but I'm not going to. 
So I don't really know what I'm going to get charged until I get to the end of the quarter when all of the transactions. And I'll accept that, you know, I've got to pay for what I've had, but yes. I don't know what that's going to be, really. But you do. Um, if you take out the management inf uh, management accounts package, then we accrue that cost. So you do know in, on a monthly basis. But if right, you okay. see your monthly management accounts and you expect it to turn over 10K, but you've turned over 30K, we surely yeah. you expect your accountancy fee to go up. Surely. Well, um, if you've communicated to me and I've come on board with that model, then I'll be cool with that. And indeed, you've, and, you've, and set the, you've set the expectations, haven't you? Correct. So, yeah. And, and the good thing is with this, I've not got scope creep. You know, yeah. I've, if, I, if a client comes on board and says, I'm going to turn over 10K and then comes back a year later and turns over 3 million or a bit excessive, but turns over, yeah. say, to, you know, 100K to 200K, right, okay, we've, uh, we, we've got scope creep there. And if I'm yeah. employing staff, I, I can already see scope creep and I employ what? There's one, two, three, there's, there's, we've got a mortgage advisor and an IFA and, the, and then myself yeah. and then the rest of trainees accountants. So if I can see the problem now with such a small firm, how mm. are firms that employ 20, 30, 40 dealing with scope creep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, no, but this is my this so, is my way of working, and like I say, no other firm I, I, I think in the UK works this way. But yeah, for us, unique. it yeah. works well because I've managed to generate, and, and it and it generates an extra hundred k equity per year. Uh, that's mm. that the business doesn't use. So you you see my accounts go up hundred k a year because that's the spare yeah, so cash that we don't have. Balance sheets going up. Yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. up hundred k okay. a year, and that's 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 basically money that we don't need because of this business model that we've created. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's the? I, I just want to get a handle on what the. Um, so you've got. 80 uh, VAT clients, some of them are just taking the MI. Yes. I'm, I'm curious as to what the average fee is for those. And then you've got those who are taking management accounts monthly. I'm curious as to what the average fee of those is. Have you got any, can you share it what that ranges. Like? It ranges, to be honest. Well, give us the you, ranges then. It could range from a quarterly VAT return of, say, 300 a month minimum to file the VAT right. return based on real-time information. We also charge yep. real-time for payroll as well. So if you employ an extra yep. member of staff, you pay for that extra member of staff. Um, yep. So 300, cool. 350, and then it could go up to maybe a thousand a quarter for, for, for right. the VAT return. So the way it works is we, we raise five invoices a year. So it might make a little bit more uh, sense. We raise one, in, one invoice for the fixed cost, so which is year in compliance. And then we raise yep. one invoice for each quarter. And on that quarter, we've got the transactions in real time. We've got the yep. payroll. Uh, we've got this uh, say subscription or the Satago subscription. And yep. then the VAT submission fee, VAT reviewal and VAT submission fee. Yeah. Every client pays identical. Yeah. Which and so they all roll up into one. Okay. So you've got, if I've, I'm not sure I've got clear, but you've got some clients who are paying, what, 300 a quarter? And 300 some a quarter. A quarter. Depending on the transactions. And obviously it depends on, on whether they're cash accounting, whether they're traditional VAT. Yeah. All right. So you've got some clients at 1,200 quid a year and some at four grand a year. Just for the quarterly. And then you've got your year in compliance work on that. And then, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You've got, uh, what we charge you've got a minimum for that. Uh, a minimum for that is so if they're under eighty five k threshold, yeah, they are six hundred plus VAT per annum. Right. So they're they're under FRS one hundred five. If they're FRS one hundred two, yeah. which is over eighty five k, again we've set structure. If you're under, you're, you're one hundred five. If you're over, yeah, you're one hundred two. Uh, we yeah. do bit on a case by case basis. We'll, um, you know, if anyone is under the eighty five k but wish to or I feel the need that we'd need to do 102, we will increase that. Uh, and then the minimum for 102 is 800, but that's that's the, the bare minimum plus VAT. 
Yeah, yeah. That's that includes the court tax, yeah, yeah, yeah. director's okay. tax return, right. et cetera. All right, okay. Okay, so uh, minimum fee, sort of two grand, um, top end. I'd say go. general, about, uh, you're looking at about two to three K as, as an yeah. average, but I've never looked into it, to be honest, just yeah. because it's okay. something that doesn't really, I've not got a KPI for that. I've got various yeah, yeah. KPIs, but nothing for an average fee. No, well, and averages don't really mean a lot because they don't drive any action. You know, it's Indeed. having numbers that drive action, isn't it? That's that that, that really matters. Exactly. Um, uh, fascinating. So um, it's different, isn't so it? <laughs> it? It is. But what, what's interesting about the conversation is where you're driving a model that's, um, uh, I think, you're pursuing fairness for your clients. Transparency. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, transparency and fairness is a consequence. Yes. And, um, you know, there's lots and lots of research, Stefan, that point to the fact that if you've got a sense of fairness around what you're doing, yes. you'll generate enthusiasm for what you're doing. Yes. If there's yes. any sense that the fairness goes down, the enthusiasm for what you're doing goes down. And now that applies to your team just as it does to your clients. So, you know, okay, every firm's got an example like your... Um, your car dealer who ends, goes from renting to buying the, 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 the plot that he's working from. And so you, everyone's got a passionate client, but it's yes. like, have you got a, uh, and, and how do you KPI enthusiasm in your clients? That's really hard. But um, <laughs> can you see is, is one of the goals. And, uh, you know, there's another podcast with Steve Timmis in Stoke. And, okay. um, and, and he was, he was all over this um, enthusiasm of um, your clients. How do you build that then? And, and, and Steve was, well, just hire enthusiastic people. It's simple. <laughs> so, well, of course it is. So it's worth, check, it's worth checking that podcast out, Stefan. It's re- that's worth definitely I'll, worth I'll have a look to. at that. It's a good question uh, yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. though. How do you put in, you know, how do you, how do you kind of, I guess it's all in your recruitment process. It's employing the right staff and having the right people in the right seats. But, you know, I look at someone and I divvy them into two sections. I've got commercial person. I've got tech. So my commercial yeah. people is very uh, face, uh, face, client facing. Um, my yeah. tech are behind the scenes doing all the tech stuff. So yeah. recently we've taken on two more members of staff. Um, we're very focused on apprenticeships. So I only, yeah. not only, but I predominantly just employ apprenticeships and bring them right through the realms of working the B-Motion way. And obviously yeah. if, I'm, if I'm employing millennials, Generation Zs, then obviously they bring a wealth of, of, of tech knowledge to the game. But again, I'll even yeah. split that and go, right, we need one tech, we need one commercial, we need another tech, we need another commercial. And it's just making yeah. it that kind of fine balance. But as well, if you was to ask me, would I prefer qualifications over someone that brings enthusiasm to the table and mm. passion, a drive? Obviously, yeah. you know my answer. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, as you can see, I, I'm passionate myself about what, what we do. Um, we, we, you know, SB Motion, we started from my mum's garage, uh, working on my own, went into rented accommodation, and you should have seen the office. It was in a warehouse, and it just had stud walls of, of timber up. Mm. It had gaps over the front. I even had a, t- a tax inspection. And uh, they came in and they were just like, whoa, isn't, this isn't even an office. This is just a shed. It's just a shed. But it, it, it was all I could afford at the time because money was tight yeah, at the yeah. very beginning. I couldn't even afford um, posted uh, stationary um, um, business yeah. cards. I couldn't. So my wife was like, well, at the time, my girlfriend was like, well, I'll, I'll fork out some business cards for you. Uh, and now we've, we've obviously, we've grown. We went from uh, rented a comment, rented uh, offices that didn't even have a window and obviously like a shed then we moved down the hall and it was like we've got a window we've got a radiator this is like unreal and then we went from that to then having you know being very fortunate to buy our own office and then we we bought that put a deposit down completely renovated it tanked the cellar and got the cellar completely you know redone 
Um, and then we were fortunate enough to, to, to clear the mortgage off in, in about a year and a half as well. So, which is good. So we've cleared the mortgage yeah, off yeah. and then we're just, we're just, you know, building up equity. But, you know, my focus point is making sure that the client gets a good job, but using tech internally to show externally we're still human. Yeah, it's a nice line. So what does the future hold then, Stefan? The future holds. I mean, my, it's a good question. We, ju- we just did a, um, funnily enough, we just did, and I'd put it on, I put it on LinkedIn just before the post. We just did the Sage in Act, uh, sorry, the Sage, um, Sage Awards. And um, the line that I kind of got just spun up with was the, the youth, the, the, what was it? The youth of today is the tech of tomorrow. Because I feel the future right. is very much, it's obviously going to be tech-based. Um, slight, slight spin-off here. What's the future going to hold? I think mm. the future is going to be very crypto-driven. So cryptocurrencies is going to be mm. a large, large uh, change in, in the next couple of years. I mean, I think even the governments are potentially looking into, you know, yeah. could they have cryptocurrencies a legal tender? Possibly. I mean, I've just got myself into to crypto. Uh, we're going to start mm. speaking to my AAT license, speaking to the insurance just to see if we can start uh, assisting with the cryptocurrency world and, and, and obviously providing assistance in, in that respect because we're getting a fair few uh, a fair few inquiries where you can't just ignore it. You get one, you get two, you get three, and you're thinking, this is... Uh, and then I've it's, delved into it's it. trending, isn't it? Trending. Bought all the books, yeah, yeah. started looking at uh, crypto, um, and then yeah, so we, I, I I would like us to be at the at the head of the crypto world as well, right? Uh, what was actually and that's that's really uh, valuable and interesting is the uh, you know the, the that uh, youth of today is the tech of tomorrow. I'm not entirely sure I understand what you mean there. Um, so you, you've you've had these young youngsters, indeed. You're training them up. You're apprentices, so they're doing the apprenticeship. Whether they're on the commercial side or the tech side, you accept. Indeed. It. You need to, a balance of both because we've got to have human conversation with our human clients. Correct. Um, but how, how come they turn into the tech of tomorrow? What's what, what's the what's the piece there? Because in say 20, 30 years time, when you've taught someone that, so it's never happened before. Say say ten years ago, I obviously mm. I could use a computer, but I could use a computer like. Like, because I could use a computer basics in comparison to what, how people use computers now. For example, yeah. a question uh, that I ask in my interview is, have you ever mined Bitcoin? Have you yeah. ever created, so- have you ever built a computer? Have you ever yeah. created a software that attached to other APIs and had an output from that? Hmm. You're probably thinking, what, why would you ask them questions? Because hmm. that's the mindset that I want in Bmotion. That's the, that would be a tech interview, by the way, not a commercial. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. where am I going with this? The, the tech, the, the youth of today is the tech of tomorrow. I'm out of that because when I started using computers, I had a basic understanding like everyone else. Yeah, but yeah. the tech yeah. now is that advanced. What's it going to be like mm. in 20 years? It's going to be absolutely well, think, insane. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm having these youngsters, these generations, there's these millennials that are getting taught you know, through the apprenticeship, going on to ACCA, ACA, whichever they may want to go on to, and then mm. have, letting them work in an environment that they really enjoy. And yeah. then what would they be in the future? Something incredible. Mm. And I want to be yeah, part yeah. of that. I'm not part yeah, of that yeah. because I'm not that techie. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. But I, I can, that. I can absolutely be part of it with my, with being. So you, you, if I, so if I've got you right, you're future proofing your firm by hiring these people who are that tech savvy, make yes. you look like a luddite, for want yes. of a phrase. Indeed. Uh, well, that's fine because actually they're going to drive the tech of the, the future of your firm. Indeed. What about the other side of it? Because there's a, there's a very strong argument, Stefan, in and around technology is going to do more and more of the grunt work in accountancy, and there'll yes. be less people actually needing it. But actually, yes. the one thing that technology will not do in the medium to long term, certainly medium term, you know, 10 years, 15 years, is the human interaction with clients. So, yeah, so we're looking for what is it that um, how are you investing in the future of your business? If if ultimately the technology is going to do more and more, yes. what we've got to do is invest in the human side of our business as well as the tech. Yes. In fact, we've got to invest in both. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what is it about the um, the. Where does the? How are you investing in the future of your business in and around the humanized stuff, not the tech stuff? It's a, it's a strange one because I constantly work on the core of Beamotion and the systemizing behind making the front facing better. So, mm. in an ideal world, I would like I would like to have more meetings with clients on a more regular basis. That is the, at the end of the day. That's the human side of it. That I feel like most accountants don't do. Mm. But then there's the time versus there's kind of the you know the, the time element. Does the client want to meet on a monthly basis? You know we've created Beamotion to be you know this fantastic office that we all work in. And when clients come down, they, you know come to come to the office, they absolutely love it. And for me, it's mm. all about the client experience. It's it's being transparent from a pricing point of view. I want the client yeah, yeah, yeah. to go through an experience of being with Beamotion. I want them to feel like I'm part of Beamotion. And, and another thing as well, like I'll come back to it, is that when a client comes on board, we set rules from the very beginning. And it's quite strict that if a, if a client doesn't run their business and run it with passion and run it like they want to, and if they don't get back to, like, for example, if we've, got, we've had them all the time, a client comes on board, they'll sign up on the spot. We won't hear from them for three months, six months, nine months, mm. because they just ignore us they don't they don't want to get back they just dig the head uh, you know put the head in the sand we have a two vat rule that if you if we consistently and it goes for any client irrespective of who you are if you don't if we don't have enough information to file two vat returns we will resign as your accountant with immediate effect you're gone because right. if we're putting our time passion and everything into your business we expect that to be reciprocated brilliant if we don't get that back I'm really sorry you're not for us and we'll pass you on to the, the, the local firm down the road. I'm quite yeah. savvy on that and I've got rid of about 20 clients in that manner. And I still right. get rid of them every quarter. They come yeah. on board, they give it, you know, yeah. they give it the big they spiel like they they're going to do this. Rules. They don't follow our, it's not like it's, I'm, I'm a strict accountant. It's like, I just want someone that's passionate about their own business. And if you're not, you're gone. And, but the thing yeah. is, when I transitioned from the, we used to charge hourly. We went from hourly to then fixed and then we went from fixed to this new Beamotion way of, of, of pricing and yeah. not one single client even batted an eyelid and moaned about it they yeah. were like I could I, it's transparent if we need help we being the client if I need if I need help as the client um, and my business gets busier I expect my price to go up it's not going up it's going it's the same price it's just that we offer more resources at a time when you need it yeah, that's the thing that. However, so. however, however, 
to challenge you. Uh, please, how are you please invest- challenge. How, how are you investing in the future humanity yes. of the business that revolves around the people, not around the tech? I get the fact that you want to use the tech and the systems to make the yes. front-end relationship work with your clients more effective. I get that. Yes. But it still requires the knowledge and skill and habits of great human knowledge, skill and habits. Indeed. Which can't all revolve around you, Stefan. Otherwise, the business is reliant on you entirely, <laughs> exclusively, and therefore there's no cap value attached to it or, or limited cap value attached. Absolutely. So, I mean, what we st- as the apprentices and as the staff are coming through the realms, obviously, mm. like now, George is very, f- very fa- uh, face driven with the client. So George does all our proposals. So I've bottled, I've been, I bottleneck the pricing. So then now George um, does all the proposals. Nathan is the main person that takes all the telephone calls. So as and when we're growing as a practice, these as these kind of you know these uh, trainees are coming through the realms, they're all becoming more client client facing. But what I mm. want, I, I want the, like I say, the experience. So when a client walks in, they get they get obviously. Um, they get greeted. They sat down. They'll get, we'll give them a bit of coffee. We'll have a bit little B Motion logo on the coffee, uh, and then we'll give them a like a B Motion notepad, pen, all the usual stuff. But when it comes to the future, I mean, I want to take myself out of the equation, and I just want to be as I don't. I want to run the business, not be within the business. Yeah. So I want to yeah. see managing what director I can, rather than a portfolio manager. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be working in the business where I'm, I'm half and half now. So I'm work, I spend half my time working on the business, spend half my time working in the business. But going yeah. back, I don't, as you can tell, I don't have a clear, definitive, definitive answer as to kind of how we could make it more human than we already do. Is the is, mm. is the kind of the answer to that? Getting more staff on board and sharing the workflow where we're all speaking and liaising with the clients. But from yeah. like, it's what we already do now. I don't think we could actually make it any better. Personally, a client comes on board. We we you know we speak to them on a monthly basis. Uh, daily basis if, if they need to whenever they mm. need us but we, you know we challenge their business we help them mm. grow as a business you know I, sometimes I think like I, you know mm. I should be a business coach and start charging them for being a business coach because you know I'm, I'm always talking about their yeah. personal life and how's things for you you know personally is it affecting your business you know kind of yeah. how can we how can we help you individually not just your business move forward yeah, well, with whatever uh, issues you've got and that, and now absolutely and now we're I having mean, a conversation which is it's about the business yes but it's also about them and theirs and what's interesting with your business you've it's got about the yeah. management piece to it it's the business them as humans personally yeah them as humans it's, it's yeah, them people it's yeah, their yeah. family but the, but the funny thing is is because i go quite personal with them and everything's on like a personal level it's not just here's your account see you later it's kind of how's things with the family how how are you getting on sure. And, and it's and the thing is because we're on a level where we're all so grounded that we all become friends. So it's like a big family. Yeah. So and it would be like a client comes in and this, we're speaking. It's like oh my auntie could do with a mortgage, right? I'll just I'll, you know I'll get, I'll pass her on to you because I trust you. Oh, and yeah. my grandma needs you know a pension looking at. And so that's how we've grown so much because we are human. We are all yeah. on the same level. It doesn't matter that we're professionals and you're not. Or your professionals and, and, and you are. Yeah, we've all got Auntie Edna's, haven't we? Yeah, we've all got yeah. an Auntie Edna, or the equivalent of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, it's interesting. But yeah, uh, let, yeah. Me, let me ask. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. So, if one of your clients said we've got our customer care, customer service model absolutely nailed, I don't see how we could possibly make it any better, Stefan. Stefan, what would you say to them? I, do, I don't know. Maybe, maybe have a full review and see if you can make it any better. Right. Okay. At the minute, uh, today's today's great is tomorrow's normal. 
You know, yes, that's very true. Is out of business next. Is, is yeah, out of business. That, so I completely there's a, agree. There's with an that. evolution, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, is, I love, yeah. Uh, but yeah. The, the thing is, though, we're constantly thinking of the newest thing and the next best thing uh, from a yeah. tech perspective, but also from a kind of how can we do it better? So, and that, and then that's what I always say to like say the team: bring yeah. ideas to the table on a daily basis. We'll implement, and then we'll we'll do it going forward. And that's why Rose yeah. had the game. So, yeah, yes, right. as at today, could we do anything better with customer service? Probably not, but tomorrow we could improve. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. So his last question then. So of um, everything we've touched on today, which, and obviously you've done most of the talking because it's been mostly about you, so that's quite right. <laughs> um, of everything you've covered off today, which one thing resonates with you the most in terms of uh, having an impact on the way you are thinking going forward in terms of, oh, I need to look at that or we could do more of this or you know, just because of the nature of the conversation? Yeah, had. I think we should look at marketing, advertising. I think we should look at scrapping saying the free of charge absolutely because you are absolutely bang on i get it i absolutely get it but i'm looking from someone that is looking at the clients that we've got now and saying we can give them an extra service for free of charge because that's essentially what it is but i shouldn't caveat as that i should say we yeah. can add uh, an extra service for the client uh, that's part of our services but also when you say about how can we kind of future proof the human side of things have these extra services and having these extra things that, that help the client out, for example, obviously the pandemic hit and yeah. you would, and the amount of new clients that we got, we were sending out daily newsletters to all our clients and we were making it. And again, we use tech. So we said, right, we, we've got our center practice management system. We put, impl we implemented what sections clients were, whether you were a, a furlough uh, kind of client, whether you were a CIS client, whether you're a, uh, relevant you know a bounce back loan client because obviously some could yep. claim bounce back some couldn't whether yeah, you yeah. could claim the premises grant so what we did is we put everyone into their own sections and went right premises grant newsletter send bounce back loan send this send so everyone was getting the relevant information every single day where it was needed during obviously the time that yeah, march the april may it. time yep. the height yeah yeah the amount of new clients that we got was they would call and be like, um, I, yeah, I've got an accountant. I've not, I've, and if this happened a few times, I've not even been put on the payroll properly, so I can't even claim furlough. Can I come and see you? Can I come and, can we set up a Zoom and can, can we come on board straight away? And yeah. it's been great because we've added that human element, but adding the systems behind it just to fire all this information out. And we registered yeah, for really. the government, uh, the government uh, updates. I got, I think at its peak, it must have been 60 to 70 updates a day from the government. And that ranged from, yeah everything i was getting yeah. updates right the way through the night so i was wake up in the morning picking the information i needed thinking of the clients yeah. that it needed i worked for pretty much a month without getting paid me yeah. being chargeable because i didn't care yeah, at the yeah. time it was like desperation i wanted the clients to feel reassured because at the end of the day Just all these clients came to me yeah. and i was like i don't know because boris doesn't know you know <laughs> rishi doesn't know how am i supposed to know i'm not you know yeah. i'm the chancellor yeah, yeah, yeah. but i felt like the chancellor because yeah. i was thinking if only i had him on yeah, tap because yeah, yeah. honestly i've got some <laughs> questions so but i was there and my pure focus point was yeah. i don't care about be motion i don't care about our equity we have enough equity yeah. to last us i think well we can last six years without getting paid do you know what i mean that's yeah. how much equity we've got yeah. with such a small firm so i said well yeah. i'll get i'll take a month off unpaid which i still got paid because obviously i've got equity of course, but of a course. month a month unchargeable let's sort our client base out uh make sure they're looked after they feel reassured um and then go from there so yeah, yeah. So, could we do that again absolutely yeah 
But you, yeah, you just kind of focus a, on one thing. Uh, and, you know, that's how you get things done is by focusing on one thing. But ultimately, if, uh, if from this conversation you've got value in, the, in, th- in terms of how better to use or not use free yes. and how better to uplift what you're doing from a human perspective yes. uh, strategically on an ongoing basis, then uh, you, you've got some value out of it as well as Indeed. I have for sure, Stefan. I, I love your passion <laughs> for your business and your clients, which is fabulous. Um, and clearly you have a practice that already humanizes the numbers and is only to because... It- yeah, and you know we're all we're all working progress, aren't we? We're all working progress. Yeah, it can get better. Don't get me wrong, because you can never you can systems and and processes are taking over, and it is a concern that you see. You know, you've got. I think there's a digital practice online that is you. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I mean, I wouldn't name it anyway. But there's a practice online that purely just does just automation, so you you don't get. Yeah anyone so you could ring up and it's like ringing hbrc customer service like you yeah, get yeah. anyone where some, uh, for me some business owners will be will want that won't they some will want uh, that but but the, but there'll be lots who want the sort of humanity that you're providing within your firm yeah it scares me that as we do progress with our tech and we become very tech savvy is that i'm constantly thinking i don't want to lose the, hum, the human touch we we never yeah. want to lose that human touch because the, the minute we lose the human touch i've lost the focus on the core values of bmotion that's for me is, is is a killer so and that's why every single day i set time aside that half a day is my chargeable time half a day is my non-chargeable and my non-chargeable time focuses on the core of bmotion from a tech perspective and from a kind of a human perspective how can we make the clients uh ex- kind of experience better not just now but also in the future and also what we do is we have obviously the staff that work for us we dedicate the staff to the relevant client so the client rings the one person the client doesn't ring just someone randomly and expects to speak to whoever it may be we want that to have that close relationship going forward so what i've also done as well is because i obviously started bmotion in 2015 and everyone always came to me obviously as i got busy and busier i called and this is from uh, will farnell i think it is he's uh, and it's called well i think he called it d willing uh, but I call it DB motioning. And what that means is I take myself out of B motion. So clients only speak to George, Nathan, Noah, Joel, etc., And they don't speak to me. The only way, the only time that they do speak to me is when we're going through all the good nitty gritty stuff, not the daily problems. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, da- the yeah. daily issues are kind of dealt with the team. So, and it's like, and it's great because it used to be, I used to be the go-to person, but now it's like, oh, Nathan's such a great lad. You know, all the, yeah, all yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the positive yeah, feedback great. I'm getting, he knows so much and it's great because it used to be me. And now I've passed that down to the, to the lads. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, but I, I love that, um, you know, let's keep the human touch, keep in touch with the core values of the business and then, uh, then you'll do all right. Uh, Stefan, it's been a uh, brilliant conversation. <laughs> really appreciate you taking time out to, uh, you're very welcome. Uh, share the insights around B-Motion. Uh, sounds like you, you know, clearly you're going stronger. You're only going to go stronger. Try uh, Thank you very, very much. Thank you very, very much. You're very welcome. No problem at all. Thank you. You'll find more valuable discussions with the leaders of ambitious accounting firms at humanisethenumbers.online. You can also sign up to be notified each time a new podcast is made available. This podcast series, Humanise the Numbers, has been made possible thanks to the support of our sponsors, My Work Papers, Advanced Track, Citago, and VFD Pro. Visit humanisethenumbers.online Click the logo of each sponsor 
and you'll hear what our podcast interviewees have to say about the sponsor's services.